From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Welcome, everyone. We're here live. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And, fan man, I'm back on that roller coaster. I, I told you that happens here. You know, you're up, you're down. You're up, you're down. You're up. You beat the Browns. I'm up. You lose to the Seattle Seahawks, one of the most important games of the year. And I'm In 10 down. years. In 10 years. In, right. the, the 10 whole time years. They've been First here. time in December in 10 years that they finally get there. The Fartnels again disgrace the city and the state of Arizona. Disgrace well, us. Yeah, I, right. you know, I, I'm done with your positive crap. No, I'm still going to be positive because it's still an opportunity. <laughs> you know what? Even I though this is December and Wait. we still have an opportunity to make the playoffs, I, we still have home field advantage. Wait a minute. I want to ask you a question. Do you think, I mean, deep down in your heart of hearts, just I mean, just as a guy, forget the football garbage and all that. I mean, do they? you really think they deserve a chance to be in the playoffs? Do you really... Do you really think they deserve to play in a playoff game the way they played on, on Sunday? I watched that game from the time they started to the time they ended. Then they get in the fight in the locker room. This team is in disarray. It is a disaster, and we are going to pick this up in the last 20 minutes of the show because Boy, I, this is, I, I, this I, I don't, don't want to get pissed off right now. I mean, you already got me going, okay? Well, listen, we're, I, you uh, know, we're I, glad to be here, and any of those uh, people out there who like to call in can call in. You can reach <laughs> us at 866-472-5788. Fan <laughs> man is on fire. <laughs> uh, but the, obviously the Arizona Cardinals is not on fire. But listen, it's not Quitty just, birds. It's not just the Cardinals that Crap are not on, on fire. Listen, I, I watched that Monday night game last night you know and you know it was it was it was something of which i watched it because i'm a sports fan and i love the game you know and obviously you know when they put this game on the map they thought michael vick against reggie bush michael, yeah right reggie bush didn't play last night and michael we all vick know what happened to michael vick he's in jail but uh yeah. you know when you look at those two teams last night they didn't look very good at all but but the saints are they they're, they're still alive they're in the playoffs i mean they they made the uh falcons look real all bad. right you know what next week is the cardinals and the saints again for that uh, final playoff position and you know based on the way the cardinals played the other day on sunday you know what? I, I don't think they deserve it. Like I said just a few minutes ago, I think New Orleans is going to come in there really hardcore. Uh, Atlanta sucks. Uh, you know, when the Vic thing happened, the whole team fell apart. So that forget about them till next year. Um, my feeling is uh, uh, Cardinals will go in there and they're not going to win this game. And I'm not saying it because I I dislike them and the way they treated the fans here in the spin, but I just feel Ray that uh, they're not going to make it. They're just not ready to be in the playoffs. And you know, you you played in playoffs. You know what it takes to be there. Well, I want to say Look at little, Minnesota. I, I'm, I'm going to save a little bit about that Cardinals matchup uh, with the Saints, okay. but I, I certainly wanted to say that you know last night, if I if I were to look at the way the Saints approached their game, mm-hmm. and then I look at the way the Cardinals approached their game, yeah. knowing that the same thing was online for both of those teams, yeah. the Saints certainly did a better job yeah. of getting ready. Yeah. But then again, uh, the yeah. Saints were uh-huh. not playing yeah. a division you know leader. You know, the, right. the Saints were playing against you know some other bird team yeah, but this that's is no good no, either. Yeah, but see, it comes down to when you play the division leader and you want to make a statement in the NFL and make a statement for the state of Arizona and the Cardinal fans around the country, the Fartnels, if they have any Fartnel fans around the country, that's the time to make the statement. And you have always said to me since April, since we started this show, everything comes down to December. 
You're right. It so, does come down and to they blew it. And so. this was this was a game. And again, it's when you play those teams that you're supposed to beat, you beat. What was them. the word you used off off air when I said, "How did you think of the Cardinals game?" What was the word? And even though it's a PG rated show, the I, word was I, BS. I, I, I can't use that yeah, word on this show. I, well, listen, I, I, okay, let's move <laughs> on because I want to talk about I, I want to talk about some other guys too because I All thought right, okay. you know the Cowboys. You know, I have been one of those guys who prophesized about what happened with the, what could happen with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. There was another guy who prophesized about what was going to happen with the Detroit Lions, and that's Kidman. And he had a chance to mm-hmm. make good on that. Oh, yeah, he did. But all of a sudden now, you know, they, they don't have a chance of winning 10 games since they lost to the Cowboys. And, right. they, and the Cowboys, are, again, you know, I guess they're the leaders of the NFC. They're the leaders. They find a way to win, you know. And, yeah. and Romo they do. Was, had an outstanding day, you know. You know. It's funny. My girlfriend said the other day on Sunday, and I was really shocked when she said this, that uh, Pat Summerall was talking about Romo and even Troy Aikman, and they, they were saying that Rome, uh, Romo brings this this excitement to the game, to being a quarterback. Like, you can see it in his face. And Aikman even said, I never had that kind of excitement when I played. I mean, Romo is totally different, a different guy. Well, Romo reminds me, and you probably can remember this because you two are a Philadelphia fan. He reminds me of the way Donovan McNabb used to play the game years yeah, ago. years ago. Donovan always had a smile on his face. Even when he'd throw an interception, he yeah. had a smile. He always had a smile. And, and nobody liked the fact that he was smiling. You know, why is he smiling? But he was enjoying the game. Right. The game was not a burden to him. Right. And Romo is really starting to enjoy this game. But I think he's always enjoyed it for the simple fact is, He's playing much better than anybody ever expected him to play. Yeah, the seventh-round pick out of uh, Eastern Illinois. So, I mean, amazing, isn't it? So, you know, so if you look at Matt Leinart as the number, the, the tenth overall pick in the first round, and you got that, who's that other crybaby from Notre Dame? What's his name from on the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> Brady He's, Quinn. Yeah, Brady Quinn. They're all high-rated guys making big bucks, and they're all sitting on the bench. Here comes a guy, seventh round, who cares, nobody, loser, comes in there and, and, and gets the ball and shows uh, the former coach of the uh, Dallas Cowboys boys. Um, oh, yeah, Tuna. He shows the big Tuna. Yeah, yeah. the Tuna. And, and all of a sudden, Tuna puts him in there. And next thing you know, man, off they go. Well, one thing um, about a guy, when you when you come in and you've got a chip on your shoulder, you play with a chip on your shoulder. You know, I, I'm one of those guys, I actually play with a chip on my shoulder. you got a chip all because, the time. Well, it's because of the fact that, again, you have this ability to play the game, and there are people who hold your future in their hands, and they're making a decision as to if you're going to get drafted, if you're not going to get drafted, right. and where you get drafted at. And so, you know, Romo came in, you know, with no pressure on him, but a chip on his shoulder wanting to prove that not only did he belong in this game. He's better than most of them. That's exactly right. That's what you did. Well, and, well, I, you know, I you tried put to down. My, you, it's, you were, it's an underdog, you know. Yeah, you are an underdog but loser. But you were position, put down, but you had a chip, but and you came in. I was in a position right. of one who played one position. They moved me to another. He's been a quarterback his whole time. So, you know, that's another thing I don't understand about these high school, not high school coaches, but college coaches and NFL coaches, if you're a quarterback and you've been playing quarterback since Pee Wee League, since the Pop Warner times, why is it that they change you into something else? I mean, I know personally somebody who was the third highest rated high school quarterback in the country in 1989 and never got to play quarterback in college, and that was at Michigan State and the University of Florida, ended up in NFL Europe, and now works for Comcast. Well, many times... I don't know how that works. Uh, you know, they look at players, they, they make a decision, they yeah, think it, he's got athletic ability. You know, the quarterback position has been one of those positions of which, many years ago, there were not a lot of black quarterbacks. But some of these guys play quarterback their whole lives, and they get to the NFL, and all of a sudden they can't be quarterbacks. But, but if you also remember Jim Kelly, Penn State, Joe Pa, mm-hmm. wanted Jim Kelly to mm-hmm. be a linebacker. A linebacker, yeah. You know, so sometimes people just make decisions on talent, and, and sometimes they're wrong. But I'm, I'm happy for a guy like Well, it's Romo. like taking Matt Leinart. He was drafted as a quarterback and making him a, no, <laughs> an offensive guard. No, you know, you know we, we, we made <laughs> Matt, we reduced him to someone who holds a pen and pad. He's a Hollywood Matt. You know in the blogs they're saying about Hollywood? 
I don't know. They don't see any future for him. Yeah, well, he, they say as soon as his, his deal's up here, guess what? He's out of here. Well, it, it's going to be tough for him. But uh, you know, talking about Hollywood, let's say Hollywood South and South, you know, East is Miami, and boy, they still have yet to win a game. You know, that's unbelievable. What, what, that's, that's it, it is unbelievable that's really because bad. I don't know how with you know with with the talent across the board, you know, how in the world can a National Football League team not win a football game? That's just to me, it's impossible. I, I can't even I, imagine. I, I, I can't imagine it either. But you know what? In the mock draft that they they're having right now on some of these websites, Miami 0 and 13, the pick would be Glenn Dorsey out of LSU, defensive tackle. Huh? Well, they need a defensive tackle. I think they need a quarterback or an offensive line. Well, they can't score any points. Well, many times. Well, see, that's what the Houston Texans did when they didn't pick up Reggie Bush and they put the you know brought in the big defensive right. end. Then, and many times people will do that. They'll try to build their defense before they look they to build the, the offense. You, you know, can always get lucky. They think and pick up a Romo. You know, right? Well, look at San Diego. Did San Diego had defer, had drafted uh, our guy who's in jail, Mr. Vic? San Diego drafted Vic, and then they traded Vic to Atlanta, and they picked up LT. Now, that's what you talk about, good football, good coaching, good football heads. Well, I, I think... Uh, I mean, can you, you imagine know, if Vic was in San Diego? They wouldn't have a quarterback. It would be a mess. They picked up LT. Look well, at LT. Well, no, if you, if you look at what Michael Vic has done over the years, I'm you know, saying, Mike may have, have the greatest stats, but the Atlanta has, has won some games. Atlanta has been a very productive team when he was playing. They didn't win a Super Bowl. No, but they're very but productive. Been a they always beat the Eagles. Were, right, and, and LT, you know, they have yet to win a Super Bowl. You know, Marty got kind of stuck in those AFC championship You know what games. I think they should do with Marty Schottenheimer? And you play they're for him back. They're they're no, they back. should bring him back here to Arizona. I think they no, should have hired no. Marty Schottenheimer because Marty Schottenheimer is a winner. And this, this way we would well, have had it no, into the Super Bowl with you. Well, so. you may think Marty's a winner, but yeah. obviously there's other people out there who the do not. Well, that's why he's unemployed right now. Maybe he's taking uh, a year off. But no, he, Bill Cowher's he was fired. Mm-hmm. You know, he was fired. Well, you know resigned. what? Well, the coach is changing. The changing of the coaches will be coming up very shortly. We have three weeks until the uh, big mess happens on the media with all these coaches getting fired, especially the one in Miami. He's definitely going to go. Um, no, I don't think he'll go. Y- Oh, and thirteen? I don't think he'll go. Really? No, I think they'll give him a chance. A chance? Yeah, they'll give. He him already a chance. had a chance. No, no, I, I uh. think I think they'll give him a chance. So we don't have any ratings here, and they pay us all the money they pay us here at this radio station. They would keep us. They, if we had no ratings, and nobody listened to us. Well, nobody yeah. listened to us now. You told me last week we only had two people. No, we have three now. We got three now. We have three. <laughs> yeah, I well, contacted you, you somebody. Were about, you were talking about the charges for a second. I, I just okay. want to say something about charges because <laughs> it kind of brings me to an incident that I remember as a player. And, you know, uh, at a point in that game, you know, it, it looked like Sean Marion, you know, Vince Young was coming. Now, there's a couple things you can do on the football field. When you what? can avoid contact mm-hmm. or the contact's there, it's like, okay, let's go ahead and take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Vince Young obviously had handed the ball off. He was, you know, he was just going through the motions, carrying out the fake, did not have the ball. Sean Marion was aware of the fact he didn't have the ball. He kind of lowered the boom on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher did not like that. Now, the problem that Sean Marion has is he thinks that Jeff Fisher sent somebody after him intentionally, intentionally. to hurt him. Right. I don't know about that. That could have happened. That may not have happened. But Jeff certainly knows when he called that play, that play called for that wide receiver to crack back on Sean Marion. I'm sorry. If you're an outside linebacker, you are taught keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. That receiver out there, if he's close enough, he can't crack back on you. So... Sean should not be upset, and I think he got injured on the play, 
But uh, he's a little pissed off. He's on the air talking to you know radio stations, and he's upset. He thinks that they personally went after him. Well, we should have had him on this show, so we could ask him ourselves personally. Well, we, we don't need that. I want to know. What, did you don't you think that's good football? What's what's wrong with uh, you know going after a linebacker who goes after your quarterback? What? If somebody went after your quarterback, wouldn't you have to send somebody after? Him? No, I run to the bench. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, if you'd like to call in 866-472-5788, again, 866-472-5788. I have letters coming out of my teeth. I had, you had lunch? Yeah, I had lunch. You ate? Yeah, I'm getting skinny. They fed, so they fed you here? Yeah, they fed me. They got a commissary here. See, they didn't, they didn't feed me. Yeah, it's called the uh, Voice America Commissary. Yeah, 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 yeah you haven't that, been that, there that's, yet? That's like that comment. Now, see, here's a comment which I'm very <laughs> pissed about last night. The, what, owner, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons says that Mike Big might be able to come back if he doesn't eat too much fried chicken and french fries. I find that very offensive. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's not funny to me. What that was mean? very offensive. You know what? You know what fried chicken I eat? That, that is not offensive. Every, no, that's every, very you know what? offensive. I go, to, I go to a supermarket here, and if I get there late, all the fried chicken's gone. You eat? It's all gone. Okay. You, and I get you, pissed off. No, it's gone. No. Tell me since when the prison started uh, having Kentucky well, he, Fried Chicken. Well, he's in a federal penitentiary. I thought you'd get peanut butter and jelly take, and, hey, no, 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 and bread no. and water. No, they're going to take care of him. He is in the upper echelons of prisons. He's going to be well-fed and well-taken so care of. So he's going to get filet mignon. He'll get filet mignon, Kentucky Fried Chicken. He'll have uh, no, meatloaf no, 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 from, no. Meat from Safeway. He's going to have uh, Wendy's hamburger. He's going to be... He's gonna be he's, when no, he comes no, out, he's going to be even talk, stronger. No, no, you're talking about guys who are able to get somebody to bring them some stuff. Well, you know what? If you get Kentucky Fried Chicken in prison, that's pretty good for you. I mean, I tell you instead what, of a peanut butter sandwich. I take offense oh, to it, and I tell oh, you what, I get. look at the blog. Since you're always looking at the blogs, look at the I'm blogs. I'm always on the blog. And see how many people take offense me. to it. All right. Well, you're oh, probably right, that kind of stuff. I did. It was me. I started yeah, it. Yeah, right. Anyway, you're watch what you say. <laughs> you're listening to Voice America Sports on the uh, Ray Ellis Show with Fan Man. And uh, we're talking about the NFL and all the problems and uh, carrying ons, the winnings and losings, the terrible players and the terrible games over the past Sunday, looking toward the Super Bowl and the playoff picture. Anyway, we need to take a break because we've got to pay some uh, bills. And i got to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken over at the Commissary of Voice America. Yeah, you watch it. You, you better watch it when you come yeah, from around I'm going to get a black and white shake, too. It's going to taste really good. A black and white shake? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> and chocolate vanilla mixed. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. And with Jeff, our East Coast correspondent, to talk about the Eagles and the NFL and his perspective on the league and what's coming up for the playoffs and the Super Bowl. And we'll be right back after these messages. Jeff, the kicker. The kicker. Where's the kicker? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. Take the bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. San Diego, yeah. yeah see, Congratulations to the San Diego yeah. fans. Let's kiss their asses. We'll get better music and PG better. PG show. PG show. Oh, also, they can do the drop-ins. They were doing drop-ins a couple weeks ago with Bugs Bunny. Oh, San Diego can yeah, do that? San Diego can do that. Yeah. Okay, There's engineers Diego, in it. Drop-in. Drop a bomb on, on fans. Yeah, drop the bomb. Yeah, drop the bomb. <laughs> anyway. But but speaking of dropping a bomb, you know, uh, we got our, uh, our correspondent from Philadelphia out there, and it was a bomb of an attempt. Uh, by David Akers at the end of the game, and uh, I guess it didn't explode. Jeff, you there? Hey, I'm there, Ray. What's up? Hey, well, man, I'm, I'm telling you, every time I take a look at the, uh, you know, the, the the stats and find out what happened, the results of some games, and when I catch it on TV, and I'm always looking at at Philadelphia, of course, and uh, fan man, I think he's with me too. In fact, he's crying right now because the, the Eagles lost again, man. What, what's, hey, what's happening, Jeff? What happened to that team? I mean, you know, you know, what's going on? And we, we needed to get the Giants. Yeah, we needed time. to win this game, and you know that 57-yard field goal. I mean, that's a long ways, and you know, what's going on? Well, you know, I mean, it's all in the numbers. Three straight losses by three points. Four losses this year by three points. Six losses this year by. Eight points or less. You're talking about a team that reinvents new ways to just make few enough, a few plays to keep them from winning. And why That's is what that? It is. I mean, and that, you know what that is? That's not a good team. It's almost kind of like it sounds like I'm making an excuse, but really they're just they're just not a good team. They have some good players, but as a team, they're not doing what it takes to get wins. Yeah, that's a, when you look at a, a good team, you, you got to look at a good team, and a good team is going to be defined by a team that's that's uh, clicking on all cylinders, special mm-hmm. teams, offense, and defense, and and situation offense and situation defense, and you know third downs, you got to stop them, you know fourth and goal or fourth and one, you got to stop them. Special teams, you, you, you can't have them returning punts, uh, getting great field position. You can't have fumbles. You know, all those things matter. And, and and I guess if you look at the Eagles statistically, they're, they're probably, when you need to be good, they're bad. And when you need to be, you know, bad, they're good. That's pretty much that's pretty much the case. And, you know, and right now is the time you needed to start winning some games. And you needed to start beating teams with authority. I mean, they only beat Miami 17-7. to 7. 
Uh, you look at a team like Minnesota, who, who's getting better week by week, and I don't know if they have as much talent, man for man, as the Eagles do, but they just went and took care of San Francisco 27-7 to and really started to assert themselves. You just don't see the Eagles assert themselves even in the games that they were winning. Hey, Jeff, the Jets, they barely right. beat. Um, they had the, the Bears, a bad Bears team against the ropes. Bears came back on a final drive. That's right. Um, they beat Minnesota only by uh, a, few, a few. I mean, they really have not had, other than that Detroit game, um, a really convincing win. What are the fans saying in Philadelphia about what they want changed for next year? And you know how vocal they can be. Uh, they want a new quarterback and they want a new coach. <laughs> yeah, they want Andy Reid run out of town. I, I think they're, they're going to get him. one of their two. Really? So, Donovan, you think, I mean, my opinion is Donovan's going to, I said this earlier that Donovan would be going from that team. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, you know, I, I know Joe Banner, the team president, came out and said last week on a very popular radio show that Donovan, uh, he couldn't envision a scenario, and careful choice of words there, right? I can't yes. envision a scenario in which Donovan wouldn't be our starting quarterback next year, but, you know, that's his product, and why would you try to devalue your product if you are trying to indeed move him? So, you've got to read through the smoke screens a little hey, bit. Hey, Jeff, another question on the, on the Donovan McNabb thing. Uh, are mm-hmm. they going to start that new quarterback next week? Then I Ray don't think has, they are. Ray I has think said a couple this, of, the new I, think, huh? I don't think they're going to start a new quarterback, and here's a, a couple of reasons why. One, if they are going to keep McNabb, then you can't bench him. You obviously have to play him and then, you know, go on and proceed next year and get him some help. But even if even if not, Andy is not – there's an integrity to the league here, and Andy's got a, a game against New Orleans, and, you know, New Orleans is fighting for a playoff spot along with Minnesota, coached by his good buddy Brad Childress. I, I think they're going to try to win every single game from here on out for the integrity of the league and not just throw the rookie into the fire there. Um, Okay. Because I, because I think that's important to Andy. Now, you know, maybe somebody coach calls him up and says, "Hey, Andy, would you mind playing Kevin Cobb or, or AJ mm-hmm. Feely?" I don't know, but I don't see the rookie getting any time this year. Well, you know, one thing about it, if, if he decided to to make mm-hmm. that change, uh, I don't think the last few games of, of this season is going to affect the value that Donovan McNabb has established in the league throughout the league with his peers and particularly the opponents of which he's played and the mm-hmm. coaches that respect the talent that he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan's the decision on Donovan probably will have to do more with you know him being able to come in and pass a physical and knowing right. how healthy his body is. Certainly, he's a guy when you look at his production over the past few years, you know you probably got Tom Brady, you certainly you know got Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. you know, and then probably maybe one or two other guys that have had you know more production than Donovan has had over the past few years. What's happened is Donovan has always gotten hurt. He's always getting hurt, and so right. since he gets always. hurt, then, then that. It creates, uh, you know, a tarnish in terms of uh, an asterisk when it comes to the value he'd have because is he going to be able to finish the year? But uh, certainly, when you look at the, the upcoming games of which the Eagles have to, you know, have opponents like you said, the Saints. Well, that's going to be a big game for the Eagles because just like they they don't like the Patriots because the Patriots, you know, of course, you know, won the Super Bowl instead of the Eagles. The Saints, you know, derailed their opportunity to go to another Super Bowl because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. be, because of that game. Well, now, but, well, but let think, me ask I you about the Eagles have a little bit bigger fish to fry at this point than revenge. But I, I get your point. I <laughs> agree with you, Jeff. They but, do. You know, and I think about McNabb. I think that maybe Donovan needs to get out of Philadelphia. Well, maybe he needs a new, fresh start. Maybe. Guys, yeah, you, I don't think he's done as a quarterback. Not only he's done. Go ahead, Ray. Well, you, you, just, no, I want to say something. My, my opinion is with McNabb, you know where he's going to end up? I just need to say this. The Cardinals. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't see that. Here, here's what will happen with players. You know, you guys, and I'm going to give you a player's perspective, but you got to think about it. Right, you got to laugh. It's re- funny. Revenge factor or not, 
you, if, if you played somebody of which, you know, spoiled your Super Bowl, you know, dreams and hopes, those aren't things you forget about, you know. So it, emotionally, you prepare for those things. And also, remember, now the Saints are still in the playoff picture, even right. though the Eagles are not, the Saints are. And those are always, for players, those are always incentives when it comes to the end of the year. The oh, sure, yeah. Are, I, you know, the, the I mean, hey, you're playing for pride, and, and a little bit, in some regard, you're playing for your job. I that's mean, there's exactly going to be right. changes. That's, exactly. that's what I've told Fam, and yeah. what happens is, in fact, here, uh, the coaches even mentioned about the fact that there are players who have excessive amounts of penalties at the wrong time that has affected mm-hmm. the team, and they'll take that into consideration when they're negotiating contracts. Well, you know, one of the things about the Cardinals uh, versus the Eagles and a lot of other teams, the Cardinals are the highest penalized team in the NFL. The highest. That has to do well, with the coach. The only reason why that's different than the other teams because why is because each year there may be a different team. There can oh. only be one team. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you, may be, you may be in a tie so with somebody if this, else. If this team stayed together for next year, they, wouldn't, they would have 100, 110 penalties. Well, uh, hopefully not because that's, that's what he's talking about, getting rid of those people who are, I know. I'm who, kid you, right. You know, right, right. I'm who are doing that, you know. So, but anyway, uh, so the Eagles going forward, you know, besides McNabb, and, and it always happens when the quarterback wins – you know, he's the celebrated guy. Yeah. When they lose, then, you know, he's the GOAT, you know. And even though David Akers is getting old also, and they're relying more on David, you know, than they probably had to in the past, uh, McNabb is the guy that everybody's thinking about shipping out of town. What are some of the other positions where they feel they, they have an immediate need that they have to do something in terms of upgrading those positions? Uh, well, I think there are a couple of spots, right? I mean, first of all, they haven't extended the contract of, L.J. Smith, who expires at the end of the year. And say what you want about him. He's probably not a top ten tight end, but he's, uh, he's been a very integral part of their offense as far as, uh, as when they get zoned a lot, having a safety that, you know, who commands attention through up the middle and, and, you know, can make those catches there and then maybe free up on the outside. They don't have anything backing up, L.J., other than Matt Schobel and uh, the rookie fifth-round pick, Brent Selleck, who, who's looked okay. But, I mean, neither of those two guys have had uh, have had – you know, who have, neither of those two guys have done what LJ's done. LJ has been the, this team's leading, the second leading receiver behind Westbrook the past two years. So if they let him walk, um, you're talking about a pretty big hole uh, at tight end, especially, you know, a lot of times young quarterbacks like to, to go to their tight end. So if they do make the move to Cobb, they're going to have to give him uh, a pretty good big target there. And the next guy I'm going to say is Brian Dawkins. I think he's contemplating retirement, personally. Um, I've never heard him say it. I don't know, have any other evidence other to suggest that he's not used the same way that Brian Dawkins was used in the past. I mean, he is now just kind of a safety. You know, he doesn't get beat a lot, but you don't see him blitzing off the corners. You don't see Jim Johnson trying to move him all around the field to make big plays. I mean, he's only got next year left on his contract. I think he's coming to the end of the rope a little bit and, and starting to realize that, and he's also had a lot of personal issues with his family. You know, his, his wife gave birth to uh, premature twins that, that caused him to miss all of the mini camp, and you know he's had a lot of injuries this year. He missed all of training camp with an Achilles. So I see the end of the line in their safety for him in the safety uh, department. And now you're talking about you know Sean Consign, who's out for the year. Brian Dawkins maybe retiring, or Quinton Michael would be their most experienced safety after that. Well, you know what it sounds like, Jeff. The way you're saying is that the Eagles are going to go through a transformation uh, over the next yeah. couple of years. I don't. I don't think you know based on the way they're playing. All the all the players on the team are getting older. Uh, like you just said about Dawkins and, and there are a lot, quite a few of them. A lot of them are hurt that they can't keep it up. The other teams now, you know, like Minnesota went to the young. You know, going after the young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Arizona's doing it, but it's not working here for whatever reason. Um, and a lot of other teams are doing that. And I think the Eagles need to do that. And I think the 
fans in Philadelphia have to realize that we had four NFC championships, went to the Super Bowl, and the party's over, and it's now it's it's next year's a a rebuild start. That's, sure. that's what I'm but, thinking. But the only thing is that, in, and you you see it all, all the time. Um, you, you, it doesn't take you a long time. Not like it's not like baseball or basketball where you have some so many you know salary issues or a salary cap. I mean, you have one in football, but it goes up every year, and and every team is rich. So it may not take that long. It just you, you know if you if you patch up two of your three holes in free agency, and then you do well in the draft, and then your quarterback comes in and turns out being pretty good. Hey, you know it didn't take long when Donovan took over to get this team. Um, no, you know, from being a losing right team in, to they, a winning they, one. They, so the second year be, they were going. It could be, you know, not maybe next year, but the year after. That's what I said, second year. Next yeah. year next year will be the transformation year, and the following mm-hmm. year will be, I think, they'll be back in, into the game. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, let me ask you something. You know, one way you're going to be able to do that, you're going to be able to do that through the draft, and another way is through free agency. Uh, where does mm-hmm. the team stand when it comes to uh, uh, draft picks? Uh, we still got a first-round draft pick, or we got a couple of them? And well, I mean, you stand to have a lot, depending on what happens with the Donovan McNabb situation, uh, you know. If some team wants to pony up a, a second and a third round pick or a high second round pick, uh, the Eagles already have, I believe, not. I think they have more than one pick per round um, for the next draft. So uh, I think that the, you could have a situation where you're looking at anywhere between eight to ten picks, depending on what kind of move they make. So okay, we'll get back to the picks in a minute. Okay, mm-hmm. Jeff, we're going to go uh, pay a few bills and we're going to come back to you because I want to talk to you a little bit about the NFL and if they are too strong of a business. Uh, there's some things going on we need to talk about. So after this message, we'll be right back. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, man. And we'll see you after these breaks. I told you it was the kicker, man. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Hello. Hi, Bill. Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but, but, but what? But, but your butt, your buttocks, your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Cap, you recently lost it. As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. 
Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay we're back on the ray ellis sports show with fan man on the voice america sports.com radio network the number one internet sports network in the country and uh with talk radio anyway and we're here with jeff from philadelphia our east coast uh Correspondent talking about the NFL, and we're going to talk about the NFL and what the hell is going on with these cable TV stations and who has the right to broadcast and who has the right not to. Yeah, Jeff, I, I just wanted to ask, get huh? your perspective. I've, I think I've got fan mans, but I want to get his perspective, too, because, you know, uh, back in the spring, I, I spoke to an executive of one of the NFL teams, and I'm not going to say who that person was. Mm-hmm. And as Fam and I were starting the show, one thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to have access to content, and I wanted to have press credentials and things of that nature, and, of course, they were denied. Mm-hmm. Because internet, we were denied. internet media has not yet been accepted by the National Football League. No, no. My per, no, my perspective mm-hmm. is is because they don't have a financial model in place yet where they can benefit from it. And now you got fights going on between Jerry Jones and you know Comcast Cable and some of the other mm-hmm. large cable networks because of the fact the NFL channel is a premium channel of which the viewers have to pay an additional fee in order to get, get that those channel, games. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you miss some games. I also, I understand now that ESPN carries all of the Monday night games. That's that correct. Too is cable it's not on ABC free. anymore. So mm-hmm. do you think the NFL is becoming too much of a powerful entity today? Mike Dicta, you know, was very humbled in his, his criticism of the league and Gene Upshaw helping the players out. Do you think that this is a, a monster that's been built? Oh, well, of course. I mean, the NFL is a juggernaut. I mean, they don't mask that. Uh, they make it very, very obvious that they are, um, I mean, they're very proud of being among the, the forerunners of innovation uh, through online media, through media in, gen- in general, uh, through um, global marketing, uh, the way they went and played that game in, in London. I mean, this is, an, uh, <laughs> this is an entity that makes a ton of money, and its ultimate objective is to make twice more than the ton of money they just made. And they'll do whatever it takes. But, you know, go ahead. ahead. Jeff, years ago, years ago, and I'm not going to sit here and tell a nice little story, but years ago, I contacted the NFL. I contacted them in regards to streaming media. And you know what they said to me on the telephone? What's streaming media? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. No, they didn't yeah. innovate anything. What they did was they took the technology and they used it for themselves and cut everybody else out. That's, That's what they did. Absolutely what they did. They, they NFL.com is a very popular website, especially on Sunday when everybody wants to check their fantasy stats. Yeah, right. Uh, they go right every, there. Yeah, every sure. team has their own website, and they, what the NFL has done is monopolize the media market to control all of the material through its own websites well, how can to make you money. Have, how can <laughs> you have your cake and eat it, too? How can you, in one instance, say, okay... You can't have access to our content. And then, mm-hmm. on the other hand, go and try to sue someone because they won't make your content available to their viewership. How do you do that? 
uh, I don't. How do you do it with a clear conscience? I don't know. How do you do it? Very easily. You're motivated by money. It, uh, I go back to an old joke I heard. You know, uh, why does a why does a dog lick its genitals, right? Why? Because it can. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, really, like, they are. Like, they like have Clinton. all the money, all the power, and all the control. The only problem is, you know, who gets screwed all the time is the fan. And and here's the problem: the people who are battling the NFL is big cable. And it's really hard to be a sympathizer of another multi-billion dollar industry that's really just in it for its own financial gains as well. They don't want to have to pay the 70 cents per customer that, you know, the NFL charges right. or the NFL would like to charge for carrying its network when you're talking about a billion dollar industry here. I mean, hey, are hey, they Jeff, really I, losing money by, by doing that? No, hey, Jeff, they're just not making enough. Hey, Jeff, I want to piss off a lot of people right now. Okay, uh -huh. and you listen to this. Back in 1970, okay, when yeah. the cable was was formed, okay, and here's what they did. Here was the cell job, and I'm going to make it real simple here because I don't want to go through a, through a dissertation. Okay. They said if you signed up for a cable, which you had to pay for, I'm not paying for TV, dude. That was in 1970. Nobody's paying for TV. I get it for free through the antenna, mm -hmm. through the air. They, they turned around and said, there's no commercials, man. You just pay it, no commercials. You will never have a friggin' commercial ever. Well, you know what? <laughs> they sucked everybody in from 1970 up to 1985. And then what they did, they turned around and started putting the commercials in because they had you sucked in. Mm -hmm. That's what they did. And those idiots are sitting there on top of it controlling, and they're worried about 70 cents. Mm -hmm. These people I know. Are that's idiots. why I say this is it's difficult to pick size. It's like well, every election year when presidential election or you have to decide which millionaire you want to vote for who's going to ultimately pander to, you know, bigger special interest groups with other millions of dollars and ignore right. you. Uh, it's a very tough call. Well, you know, the American people were lied to about cable, and now and now they pass this digital crap. Now you got to buy a five, seven, eight hundred dollar television set, and by two thousand nine, you're screwed, man. Unless you buy your little box at Best Buy. Well, well, one thing about it, no, what, what's what's happening now? Yeah, is what's happening, the, right? The the, uh, the the invent of the internet prevents you from having to do that because soon everything will be moved and it'll be wireless. Well, you know what? Going back to the original thing that you talked about, why can't we have access to to uh, the NFL, to any type of uh, game or uh, uh, the clubhouse, to ask our questions? Why are we being cut off because we get an interview with so and so player? We're we're not allowed to broadcast that. What, what does that? What, what, what happened to the freedom? It's, it's entertainment. <laughs> it's, not, it's no longer news. If it's more than 24 hours old, it's now considered entertainment. Well, you know what? And you're not mm -hmm. supposed to use it for entertainment hey, purposes. Hey, you're Jeff. supposed to use it for news purposes only because if it's entertainment, now you're going to make some money. We're not making any money. they don't want you to make We're any money. We're not making money. any money. They want to make all... Wait a minute. It's no, all over the place. No, it's they, on every site in the world. Well, Jeff... They, they talk about football. Jeff can tell you this because he, he knows it because that's what they do. Come on, the news channels, they sell commercials. So Absolutely. It's, it's I mean, it's news, all about... They, they, they don't money. want your internet talking about... The uh, Arizona Cardinals, when ArizonaCardinals.com now has its own show That's and its exactly own guy right. who works for NF or who works solely for uh, Cardinals.com, well, who probably does a lot of multimedia internet stuff. Hey, they Jeff, want you Jeff to go Wade. there, so yeah. of course they're not going to deny you. It's, right. it's, 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 and they'll come up with the loopholes and the the language saying, well, it's not news, it's it's entertainment until there's some type of government intervention that where somebody draws the line between what a monopoly is and what isn't, what the NFL can do and what they can't, um, then it's going to be like that. And the only way the government's going to intervene is if the people intervene, if they but make it, enough calls, if they complain enough. But, 
But, Jeff, the, the government has already intervened in, in one capacity of the NFL's business, and that is they allow them to draft a guy like Fan Man out of college and tell him <laughs> he's got to go play for the Arizona Cardinals and the Arizona Cardinals only, else he can't work. So they're already exempt from, you know, some antitrust laws. The government's already helping them out. They're going to continue to help them out? Why'd you pick Arizona? <laughs> Why'd you pick Fan Man? Can work. <laughs> you know, that's the only place no, where you probably I, I understand your work. point, right? It's... <laughs> Man, every every side has a story. You know what I'm saying? Hey, wait, and, hey Jeff. Uh, wait, Jeff. One one other thing. Okay, do you have Directv? I don't. Okay, if you have Directv, I have which I have Directv, all are right. Are you advocating for Directv? Wait, I'm, I don't care. I'm just I'm I'm going to say it Why because are you advocating direct, for Directv. First of all, there's a few things about Directv. First, the first one I want to say about Directv is that if you go to that NFL football thing and you click on 80 whatever channel it is, and I'm watching the Eagles and and uh, the Giants. I also watch commercials, and I'm actually paying them more money to watch that game, but I'm also paying for the commercials, too, because the commercials mm-hmm. come up at the breaks. Well, right. you're paying for it. That's a choice. See, yeah. and that's what, and that's yeah, but I'm still seeing commercials. I'm paying. I don't want to see commercials. Well, listen. But, but that's not an agreement when you signed up. Nobody told, well, maybe in 1970 they did, but right. when you bought your most recent package, nobody ever said to you, you get this programming commercial free. No, they didn't say that. Right. That's right. right. That's exactly right. But you made that choice. You know, I, I know what choice I made. I'm just saying about how many well, they they can just throw in commercials at any given time they want. At when you're actually paying for this service, that you don't want commercials. That's the way it was set up, and nobody, everybody has veered. These guys that are, are the billionaires have veered off from that original concept. Well, you know, one thing I like about what I'm doing now is I get to be a fan, like Fan Man. You could open your big mouth That's and not exactly get in trouble. Right. And I won't you, get in trouble. You'd be fired if you worked for DirecTV the, the, or HBO. You'd be fired. Or, or no. You know what yeah, ESPN, you'd be no, fired. If I work for the NFL, I'd get fined $15,000 for those people that are being yeah, critical. Exactly right. Like they do all the players. If you're critical of the referee's call, you get fined right. $15,000. And you want to hear something else about DirecTV and the cable companies? They always say, oh, you ever go to a hotel room, you go in the hotel room, and there's triple X rated pornography on the TV. You know where that's coming from? From? That's coming from DirecTV in association with, guess who? General Motors. GM owns 18% of DirecTV, and DirecTV is one of the biggest pornographer distributors in the world. And you go to your hotel room, and there's pornography, and, you're, and Jeff, you wonder where it's Jeff, coming this from. this is a PG show. Can we get it's back? Pornography is not a bad word. We're going to get back. Anyway. I'm unaware of any pornography oh, in hotels. You, I don't Man, know what you're talking him. about. Hey, I don't watch pornography. <laughs> We've got him fired up. I'm but a listen, Christian. Jeff, we, I just wanted to make sure that before you got a chance to leave the air, that you got uh, a chance to, to plug the things that you're doing. And so uh. why don't you tell us a little bit about where people can find you and, and not find pornography. <laughs> well, you can probably find both at uh, the, the, uh, the News Journal, Wilmington News Journal, which is at www.delawareonline.com. Hey, one last thing before we let you go, uh, because we're going to sure. take a break here, but we got three minutes before that break. Uh, Tebow, he got the Heisman Trophy. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with the numbers. What, what he did was unbelievable. I think the rushing touchdowns were the most by any any quarterback in history, and that doesn't even count as passing touchdowns. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's one of those weird years, Ray, where there were so many teams that you know, with none establishing itself as as clearly number one, that it, it wasn't just going to go to the player from the best team. It was going to go to the best player in college football. And uh, certainly Tebow was, um, if not the one, one of two or three and got the vote. So it, it's hard to argue against him. Well, you know, if it were I, you know, I'd be a little bit concerned, only because of the simple fact that this is his sophomore year. He can't do anything but go down. 
Yeah, uh, he's never going to have a year well. like he had this year, uh, and I think Urban Meyer is hoping that because they're going to get him a running back um, through recruiting, and they're going to be a little bit different and not have to rely on him so much, and I think that that will actually be better for the team in the long run. So do you think, uh, you know, he's a sophomore. you think he stays after next year, after his junior year, or does he go after next year? If he has another great junior year, I cannot see him staying. I, I, I don't see him staying this year. I think, I, you know, he could be... I mean, he has the Heisman Trophy. He's a great quarterback. Why would he want to stay in college? Why not go? I mean, they're going to well, go after him. You know, him. the NFL's only thing is right now, the, the spread offense that he's running has taken a little bit of a knock the way Alex Smith has not panned out. Um, I think there are a considerable amount of people among the NFL who will look and evaluate his game tape and wonder if this guy can be a quarterback um, for a pro-style offense. Well, I'll tell you what, I know he's got a fan, and, and he's got somebody else that he probably looks up to because I think they're doing the same thing that they're doing down there in Florida, and that's the New England Patriots. They're spreading everything out, and they're letting it win. Yeah, but the only difference is they, they protect the heck out of Tom Brady. I mean, you don't see Tom running around Nothing nearly else. as much as as, uh, as you do with Tebow. I mean, Petrino down in Atlanta, you have to wonder if he would take a guy like Tebow because... You know, that, that's the type of offense that he ran at Louisville, um, except he let the quarterback move around a little bit more. Hey, Jeff, we got to uh, You know, Jeff, Brady is a, is a unique situation. Jeff, we got to go. we got to pay some messages. Of course, we can't wait to talk to you next week. This is Jeff, our East Coast correspondent and uh, for DelawareOnline.com, talking about the NFL and the Eagles. Jeff, thanks a lot again for another thanks, interesting guys. Have a good uh, one. talk. Thanks, Jeff. Talk to you next Bye. week. See ya. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two, and it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win. With Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. All right, we're back. We're back. Those guys down in San Diego, they're really happy. They got one up on us. You know, they won. We lost. But, uh, hey, we're here in Happy Valley still because I'm happy because of the fact that the Arizona Cardinals still in week 14 have a chance to control their own destiny mm. and get into the playoffs. Yeah. Fan man. You're still trying to motivate me, huh? No, listen, for, I mean, from the beginning, you, you know, if nothing else, you have to agree with because it's time for us to, you, you know, the engines are revving. It's time for us to get it on. Let's get it on because right now. You know what? You know no, what? no, no, no. I, you, they're still you, in the playoff hunt. You know what? You're, you're such a motivator. I, on Sunday, when I was watching that stupid, terrible, lousy game and wasting my Sunday afternoon sitting there. Watching that crap, I put on the blogs, and I'm not going to say who, what newspaper it is, that they needed to be motivated. And that's what you're doing right now. Well, no, you're no, trying to motivate you know what? me. I'm you're glad you said the that. Fans. I'm glad you, know you said that. Watch you, you, you know what? You said that about motivation because you know what? Right now, you're exactly right. Right now, it's time for the coach well, to earn his money. Well, he has to. Mo- he has to be a motivator. He has to motivate this team. Well, what happened? What happened on Sunday? Well, what, what, they were what, motivated. Why they were motivated no, no. to lose. They no. You know what? This is the game. They was need. there not a fight in the locker room? Yeah, there was a fight. Yeah, we're going to fist fight right. Now. There, you know what? there were some guys who were so motivated, Calvin who were Pace. so intense, and they wanted to win so bad. I told you about the time when I played for the Redskins, and, 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 and Norm and Brayman offered us ten extra thousand dollars if we and make the playoffs. And the guys didn't play hard enough and, to do it. And, and you so were playing. Yeah, this right. guy is just pissed off. He's saying, "Come on, we're in the playoff hunt. This is the team. Yeah, but this, this is this is this is the division, and we we play like right, this. Right. This has been going on for 20 years. When you did it back then... The we don't Eagles, worry about the 20 yeah. years. This is this week. Well, I mean, yeah, but see, the fans are fed up. I mean, if you read the blog... No, they're and not. You read, no, they, they can't are. be. Why? Wait, wait. They even said you, next year that toilet bowl I have will be half empty. You're a season ticket holder. Right now, it is the 14th week. This is coming up on Christmas, and you may be going to the game this year instead of before that last yeah, game of the season. God. You get your tickets yeah, away. What, are you, what kind of drugs you on? Man, I am what, telling what, you. I mean, see, that's do a, you, did you watch that game? Fan man. Wait, no, fan man. Right. Don't be a fan. No, I'm not. Step into a player's you know shoes what? right now. Um, and you, you know still what? got I a chance did. to make the playoffs. Yeah, you know what? When I saw that game, the way they played, the way they got blown up by Seattle, the the, the, mis- the misses, the coverage okay. return, All right, now the let me penalties, they were penalized how many times? Let me you know what? Relax. Five times. Let me relax. Let me relax. No, you can't. Me, I'm going to say I'm, this to you. you. Can, I'm, this is, I'm, I'm going to say listen. I couldn't wait to get on the air today to blow you out of here. Because okay, you want to give me a chance? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going to give yeah. you a chance. Okay. The coach has to do his job. What's that? And it's time for him to stop. And he's already started doing this job because of the fact that, first of all, he acknowledged the fact that we can't turn the ball over. And in a, in a very discreet way, he said, Kurt, you can't do that. You can't. I don't yeah, but Kurt should know that. Well, yeah, Kurt knows it, but you still, listen, you can't be afraid to address your superstar. If your superstar is not playing He's not a superstar ball, anymore. Oh, he's still a superstar. No, he is not. Okay, all right. Come all on. Right. Now, I mean, Kurt, no, listen now, to me. No defense equals Seattle scoring at will. No run blocking, absolutely. No pass blocking by Levi Brown equals interceptions by a quarterback who's trying to make things happen to win a game that's Read already lost. Notes. Read my notes. This is the one you just closed the book on and moved to and forward. And that's coaching. Coaching has to come into the locker you know room and say, guys, listen, what do I this got? is the one game of the year that does not represent what this team is about. We have week, we're allowed one. 
We didn't need it at this time of the year, but we've had that one. It's out of our system. We got to move forward. If you guys I understand listen- the motivation, I'm talking about the play on the field. I'm talking about the kick that Rackers did the uh, onside kick. He recovers the kick himself. They're at the 45 yard line. Listen to this, Ray. This is this is a playoff caliber team. When they got that ball on the 45 yard line, what did Warner do? He threw an interception. For those folks out there, listening, how do you win playoff games playing that like that? That can't see. Listen to this. I just closed the book on last week's game. You yeah, got to do you that. Don't wanna, you and know you got to move forward. You don't want to talk about the game because you picked Phoenix to win, and I picked Seattle, and you lost. And you know and why you I picked them see, to win? You, you didn't see what I saw in the in the in the in the film. I am in the same position that I was in when I came into the valley and I started doing. Yeah, this loser. Show, and you and I. You and were both is, losers. We are still in a position, the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals, to host the 2008 Super Bowl. What kind of dope are you smoking? Because where you get, I need some. You're, you're telling me the Cardinals are going to be in the Super Bowl? Is that what you just said to me? Listen, they listen, can't even beat listen, Seattle. Listen, I got Rob. Can you from, see? I got, they, listen, I got Rob from Philadelphia. He was on hold. Who who liked to say something? Philadelphia's different. Rob probably knows. Don't a bring up about Philadelphia. Football. Hey, Rob, you there? I am. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. You got a couple of things to say because Fan Man here is working my nerves. Now. Hey, Rob, I'm getting them. I'm getting them excited. Do you truly think that just motivation will get you through the playoffs? It may get you to them, but not through them. Well, there's no motivation on this team at all, so it doesn't matter. Hey, I tell you what, if you look at the great football coaches out there, you go back and you look at uh, Hank Stram, you go back and you and you look at uh, Vince Lombardi, you go back and you look at all the great coaches of modern day today. Those guys are able to motivate their guys and get them to play you, you ball know what? when the game you know is what? on the hey, line. Hey, Rob. And that's yeah, what get that's you to what it. he's got to do. Hey, Rob. Play play Rob. A whole different level once you get to playoff time. Hey, Rob. Rob, yeah. listen to me. And I'm going to say this to Ray. Ray has always said you can coach, 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 coach. But when it finally comes down to crunch time, it's the players that make the difference. And in that Seattle Cardinals game. They did not make the difference. They didn't go out there to win like you would have, Ray, on the Eagles. Right, Ray? Do you agree? Or, Rob, do you agree or disagree? No, I, I, I totally agree. You, you, Thank you. You know, you, gotta, you may get them there, but you can't get them through it. Whole different level, Ray, and you know it. No, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Rob, but I tell, let, let me tell you what I know and tell fan woman what I know. Fan you, woman, you have I'm fan, fan man. man. You have a team here now woman. who is still in the playoff hunt in the 14th week. They've never been here before. You cannot say that this man has not done his job. Who? He's done his job. He has not done his job. They're in the playoff hunt. They are not. They <laughs> lost to Seattle. Mathematically, mathematically they're out of Rob, what do you think? You're just praying to get you there, but it's not going to get you through it. You know, Rob, it's going to get you through it. Neither of the teams have the talent. Rob. Eagles don't, and unfortunately the Cardinals are so banged up right now. Right. Hey, Rob, let me me say this. Let's say, wait wait, wait, a minute, let's just say mathematically that the Cardinals get in. They will not get past the first team. Well, listen, the guy is building a team. His, when Wait, it comes this, is, in, this is football his, in December, right? Like you his say. His motivation no. is to get to the playoffs. No, this his, is football in December. When? No, his motivation is to get to the playoffs. He's building a program. Okay. If he comes in, he gets his team to the playoffs. You need to be a coach. He's been successful. Yeah. You need to be a coach. He's, he's been successful, Rob. Down, he doesn't expect that he's going to come in and win the Super Bowl this year. You do. But he doesn't. I, 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 that's exactly right. Because you know what? Because I'm a player. And no player steps on the field with the intention. We're just going to go out here to collect. But you told me on Sunday that this game was BS. You were so fed up, you it's turned the channel. It. It's closed. No, it's it, done. It, the fans are upset here, Rob. The fans are so yeah. upset here that, you know, they were spun so much out of control. And then they go on the field. You got Kurt Warner. You got you got you know, Edron James. Hey, Rob, please, the, please yeah. don't listen to this man here. We're going to move on, Rob. Hey, I, I hey wanna, Rob, I'm a bad, bad person. Hey, Rob, I got a couple things here. We're going to quickly go. 
go down here and I'll let you I'll let you go through this list with us, okay? Aye. Coming up, you got uh, you, you got the game that's going to start off with uh, not that anybody cares, but <laughs> Thursday night you got Denver and Houston. What do you think about that? Uh, Denver should make it. Okay. What about uh, Cincinnati at San Francisco? Who cares? Ah, that's almost a toss-up. I don't think San Francisco is going to go two weeks in a row getting beat up the way they did. Okay. What about uh, Baltimore and Miami? Miami. <laughs> you know Baltimore is going to take it. Miami is the first 17-0-0-17 team ever. All righty. Okay. I already know what uh, fan man over, or fan woman over here is Fan thinks, woman. But uh, Arizona oh, at New Orleans. I'm going to go with Arizona on this one, Rob. Okay, I'm, I'm coming to Philly. I, I, I guess I can go. I can answer this one for you. You got Green Bay at St. Louis. You know Green Bay's going to take that, even though it's indoors. Especially. Hey, Rob, you better you better remember now. This is a podcast. People can download and go back and remember what you said. So, I hear you. How about how about New York Jets at New England? Jets. <laughs> Cakewalk for New England. <laughs> okay, and then Buffalo at Cincinnati. Buffalo. Okay, fan man, who's, who's after that? Buffalo and Cincinnati. Who comes after that one? Uh, uh, Seattle and Carolina. Rob? Yeah, it's got to go with Seattle. Carolina. Okay, Tennessee. Tennessee and so Kansas disorganized. City. Tennessee's going to come back. Okay, Jacksonville and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Indy at Oakland. Indy. Philly at Dallas. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hey, don't laugh. Philly, man. You better not laugh. Philly, I, I'm taking Philly on this. Nah, nah. Okay. They're, they're so and, beat and, up and, and the Redskins and the Giants. Redskins and the Giants. I'm gonna go with Redskins. All right. Hey, All Rob. Right. Hey, listen, man. We Rob, appreciate thanks a lot. We appreciate your call, man. Call us back next week. We'll have some more fun. You listen right. to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. And I'm sorry we got to go, but uh, as always, man, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. I'm telling you, they got to motivate. That coach has to motivate those players. Wow. He must be a kid.